Welcome to TMI Tuesday. Today, I'm here with Lucius Lyron. I got your last name right, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> and welcome. You're a author, musician. You you have a YouTube channel, and you're a founder of a nonprofit. Am I missing anything? Um, and also uh, uh, Instagram influencer as well. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram influencer. That's right. Yeah. So um, tell me about your book. Yeah. So I have a book. It's called The Book of Remembrance. And it's a book about information. And I would call it like alternative history, history that uh, we're not really taught in school. Um, We're really not taught this anywhere. There's really nowhere uh, in the mainstream public where you can go go to somewhere to learn you know alternative information learn about untold history that we don't know about that stays hidden and so um i've been a researcher for a long time since like 2008 that's when i started and it was a very interesting time for me because um i was full-time in the hollywood industry uh, with tv and film uh, I was an actor and um, also, you know, writing TV shows and movies and stuff. So I was busy with that. And I had, you know, a couple of TV shows that were about to take off uh, with HBO and Comedy Central back in 2007. And then the writer strike happened. Oh, so, damn. yeah. <laughs> so when the writers, I know, right? It was just, yeah, it was it was so crazy because... I signed the contract with with both these uh, uh, places, and and it was yeah, it was it was really a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that really kind of altered everything for me. And uh, the following year, um, I just got into just you know research and stuff. And so um, one of the things that used to I used to always question growing up was the Bible. And I had a lot of questions that I felt was just unanswered. I'm sure you are not alone in that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and keep in mind, you know, I grew up in ministry. OK, my uh, my dad's a pastor. Oh, OK. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm being groomed and trained in ministry. And yet I, you know, have issues with this book that I'm supposed to be speaking about. Right. Worshiping, basically. Right. You know what I mean? That I don't feel very comfortable talking about because there's too many questions I have that are being unanswered by adults. And keep in mind, I was like eight years old thinking all this stuff. Wow. (laughs) Right. So I remember I um, I was sitting at the the kitchen table and, and this was when I was eight years old. And, you know, I was reading something. And I was just so confused. I'm like, why does God just have nothing but just male angels around him? Like, where are all the goddesses at? Like, no goddesses at all, no female angels at all. I thought that was very weird. I also thought it was very strange that I felt like God did not like women. And it was just very, very just weird. And and so I, I went to go ask, you know, my dad this question. And then he goes and tells me that we can't question God. 
and I'm like, but I could have swore I read a verse that says that that to question God. So I was very confused and I felt like I was like, I don't understand what is this disrespect towards like feminine energy It's very weird. Yeah, um, I have to confess, I've never actually read the Bible, so <laughs> much to contribute on that. But um, yeah, from what I gather, what you're saying, I agree with. Yeah, yeah, it's very, 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 uh, uh, what I would say, toxic patriarchy thinking, okay, yeah. when it comes to that, you know, because the God in the Bible truly is a narcissist and the world's greatest assassin as well. And you're not, yeah, you have to just have faith and believe without yeah. using your brain, which really doesn't make me want to <laughs> follow that. <laughs> right, right. So so I started to study what people want to call Hebrew, which I'll tell you that it's definitely not Hebrew. I've actually spoken to people who are, you know, Israeli and uh, and someone um, that I knew very well, very respectful. He actually went to, I think, Berkeley in California. Mm -hmm. And even he told me, and I, th this guy is a scholar, and he, he told me that there's no such thing as Hebrew. So what I come to find out that what people want to call Hebrew is actually Phoenician. Oh. So ancient so-called Hebrew is actually Phoenician, which, you know, which is the land of Canaan. OK, which is where they say, you know, the, the Jews came from anyway. Right. So um, or, or the Hebrew people, I should say. So. Um, so then I. I, you know, was decoding like the book and and it was it was something that I was like looking at that I'm like, OK, there's something missing that I'm not I'm not understanding. And so I need to find out where the origin of the stories come from. Like, I need to go and look at these words because something intuitively was telling me that I that I needed to understand the meaning of these words. And because it's so many different translations and stuff, um, the one thing that uh, in ministry that I learned that a lot of, you know, you hear a lot of preachers say is that they swear on the King James Bible, you know, because this is the authorized version of the book, right? But then you got to say that that's a red flag if somebody is saying that this is the only book you should read. Why? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that is a super red flag. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, so then I went to what was known as the Companion Bible. Now, keep in mind, the Bible didn't even come over to America not till 1638, okay? And the Bible wasn't even created in regards to the book that we have not till around between like 1606 and 1616, okay? The, the, this is when this book, so the book is not a 2000 year old book like people like to say that it is, it's not. It's, it's really a fairly new book, only like 200 years old. Right, and it's been translated and changed. Right, <laughs> right, because what the Vatican has and what the Vatican has been, you know, um, kind of ruling with, they, that, that book is in Latin, and that, that book is a totally different from 
the Bible, the King James Bible, you know, which obviously King James had a very deep connection with the Pope and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, during his time frame, which is why he, he was able to be the only one to authorize it around the world. That's that that is crazy. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like like that is that is very weird to me. Um, that, so where do you sorry, where do you do your research? So. Well, my research is really based on me, you know, going and, and looking into things and then just like going throughout history, because mm-hmm. for me, I have to I, I, like kind of give you like a little backstory. Like when I was little, I loved mystery books. I love solving puzzles and things like that. So, you know, I was playing detective <laughs> when I was. <laughs> You know what I mean? Researching all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out the origin of where all this stuff like begins. And and that's where I had to go to. So by me studying and going back to Phoenician and and learning Greek and stuff, I was able to figure out where these uh, where were these stories had had originally derived from. Okay. And keep in mind, you know, I didn't go to school for any of this. You know, I, I'm, I'm not trained to be like a world renowned translator or nothing. How'd you and learn was, Greek? I taught myself. Damn, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had uh, the Roman numerals. Yeah, well, I had a at the at the time I had Rosetta Stone, so okay, I was able to use like that program to mm-hmm. help, you know, be translate and read, you know, the stuff. So, so yeah, so I, awesome. so I had to do that. So by me doing that, this is what's amazing by me doing that. It took me back to the origin of where these stories came from. So, um, I came across the Sumerian tablets and when I came across these tablets, I kid you not word for word with what the Bible talks about, except names are different huh yes so i was like now this makes more sense because the questions that i had are now being answered now because i'm reading the original script (laughs) have you um talked to your dad about this you know what? Uh, I have not. Or is this he, like a we can't talk about this subject? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. With him, yeah. That's yeah. That's a whole other story, right? I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, just curious because so, I mean, it, it, when you find new information, a lot of people that believe a certain way don't want to hear it. Oh yeah. Well, of course. Well, I mean, even, even when, like for instance, I'll give you like an example, cause I did speak to him. So I said, I started in 08. So 09, I had uh flew back to St. Louis to, you know, go visit my family. And, um, I talked to him then and, okay. and I had, uh, you know, asked him some questions and it was still the same thing. Like when I was eight years old, when I asked him, Still like the same response. Yeah. And I and I'm showing him. I'm like that. I'm like, I'm like, there's no possible way that we could be reading the same book and you telling me that you ain't never come across this. How? Not up How? to being wrong, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. the one thing preachers like to say that they're like, oh well, I'm a student of the word. Well, if you are a true student, then how have you not come across this? Because yeah. let me tell you something. When we all go to school, we all read the same tech textbook. That means we all should get the same story, the same answer, all that stuff. Right? Because right. we're all reading the same information. So 
You can't tell me, oh, it's different for you because of whatever reason. No, I, you, you miss me with that BS. Right. And <laughs> you know, the Bible, like, yeah, and yeah. if the Bible was, like, so real and right, then they would they would um, encourage you to, like, look into faith. it. <laughs> or have belief, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you would just prove their point. Right. Right. But Anytime yeah. somebody tells you, or you got to believe me, or, you know, like, like I said, red flags. That's the person did not believe. <laughs> right, exactly. It's red flags. Yeah, I'm trust sorry. me. It, it just, you're like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like the big bad wolf, you know? Like, no, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's Yeah, and as soon as someone says, don't read anything else, of course you want to read everything else. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And see, and, and that was another issue I had. I'm like, why are you so worried about me reading something else? What are right. you afraid of? What are you afraid of me finding? And I, and I believe it's finding more of the truth. Mm-hmm. Because there is some truth to that book, but how that truth is being directed is is what makes it incorrect because of the falsification of not telling the full truth. But I'm just going to utilize just 10 percent of it because, you know, that is real. But you have to, you know what I mean, manipulate. And it's like, well, why did you feel that you need to manipulate the story? And that's because you're trying to hide something. You don't want us to know something. During a meditation, you came up with the House of the Sacred Woman Mystery School. How did that happen? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a very interesting thing. Um, so my whole, like, I would say my uh, awakening happened back in 2012. And um, since oh, that's then, I, a while ago. Oh, I know. It definitely was a while ago. And... Um, I had this this envision and about creating some kind of an organization, and uh, I just didn't know what exactly. So it wasn't until I had went to Mount Chasta, uh, that's in California. Mm-hmm. I've flown and, over it. Oh <laughs> yeah, airplane. Okay. Oh, it's, it's such such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was in this was in twenty. 15, I believe. Yeah, 2015. Yep. So it was 2015 when I was there. And uh, I went there by myself. Um, and, and keep in mind, this was in the month of like December. So there was a lot of places that I had wanted to go to. Like it was this one particular place known as Panther Meadows that I wanted to camp at uh, and wasn't able to camp there. So I was like, it's all good. So I, I found a spot where I was able to camp. And I camped out there. And let me tell you, the stars at nighttime, Ooh. I thought I was going to get sucked into space. There were so <laughs> many stars. <laughs> God, I miss so... camping. Yeah, right? This time of year, I'm just like, I'm ready to start planning for summer already. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I, I love camping in the spring, summertime. Yeah. Even fall time, too. Fall time is nice as well, camping. Yeah, it can be. You know? And when you get yeah. out of the city, just like how you can see the stars. I remember I got new glasses and I, I was like, oh, my God, I've been missing so much. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just ah, it's just it's just crazy the amount of stars you can see, and even some places, um, you can even see the uh Milky Way. It's like, oh, right, that's man, that's wild, beautiful, it really is. (laughs) 
All right. So you're out yeah, there. So, so I'm out there and um, the next day in the morning, I wake up and I start meditating and, you know, really trying to see, you know, what, what, I, what I'm feeling, you know, and uh, I was told about creating this organization and this organization being called House of the Sacred Woman. Crazy. And I sat there for a minute. So and that just I was, popped into your mind when you were like yeah, yeah. with yourself mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. Well, it was it was almost like it was almost like connecting with I would say like the the source, you know what I mean? The the the, the energy of all, you know, wow. and and just um because you know, one thing that I can say about this planet, th- this planet is very special. And well, we're on it. It has to be <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's it's very deep, which has to be a totally different other conversation. But anyway, so I, I, I was just sitting there and wondering, like, why would I call this organization House of the Sacred Woman? Like, this is just. All right. So you're meditating. Yeah. You come up with yeah. the name and you're like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The name comes to me. And uh, and, you know, then then I started to. Uh, to 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 research about, you know, how to say one, because remember I told you that words mean something. So sometimes words mean something that is, is longer than what the word actually is. Mm-hmm. So come to find out that. There was this uh, Phoenician goddess uh, who was known as uh, Astrid, and her name meant House of Sacred Women. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. I know, right? I had no idea about that at all. Okay? So what was interesting and what was like a sign for me that this was a thing to do is this beautiful doe came out of nowhere. And when I tell you this thing was huge, <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen a deer this, 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 this huge. But, you know, it representing feminine energy and, and, uh, and just beauty. And, and it was just a clear sign. I mean, the, it was cloudy and the, all of a sudden the sun rays was shining on where this deer was at. Wow. And I'm sitting there looking like, I'm like, is this a movie going on? Like right <laughs> You're looking around like, like, am I a camera? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not on nothing. I haven't taken anything, anything at all. No, no cannabis, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just seeing this wild stuff that's just happening right in front of me. But it was such a clear sign for me to... Uh, to you know do this organization so so yeah so that's how that's how that began and you know this is the first time actually i think i told the story to anyone so (laughs) wow yeah Um, so on your on the website um your book is mentioned so is the book part of the mystery school or yeah okay so so the book is part of the research that i was doing in regards to the bible and to the sumerian tablets um it also does talk about um about house towards like the end of the book in regards to different subjects and topics that, um, you know, I want to discuss in the organization mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, I, I just want to provide a place where uh, healing 
and self-improvement can happen, you know, helping people really become like the best version of themselves. Right. And so, (laughs) right. Yeah. So, you know, the the book is really kind of like a study guide and it's loaded with a lot of information. Um, it's actually the ebook is going to be coming out on uh, two twenty two twenty two. So great! It's upcoming Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you're updating the website, getting it ready? <laughs> yep, that's why I've been yeah working hard doing that, getting the launch page ready because uh, this is the first time I'm releasing the ebook uh, on like a mainstream level. So um, awesome! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. So it's very exciting about that. And, um, and yeah, you know, so far I've been, you know, for the people that have read it, um, you know, they, they tell me some really great things. And I, I'm glad that it's helping people see a different perspective because once again, these are things that we're not taught, but yet I have it backed up by so many different sources. Um, you know, you, you just see just yeah. the, you know, the credibility of it. So, I mean, yeah. so many people, the Bible's just ingrained in their whole mm-hmm. upbringing that it's um, hard for people to see anything any other way. Yeah. And, and, and that's why so you're going against the grain. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's why I like to share these stories in regards to like, you know, myself. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to know and understand that you know I was, I was trained to be in ministry, right? You know? So there's there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff I've seen that I I was just blown away by, you know. So it's it's a lot of stuff people don't see that I've actually have seen because I've been behind the scenes in the ministry and uh, and just you know. It, <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it so, really um, is. Uh, no. How many how many members do you have and are the members all women? Oh, uh, with uh you know what uh right now like house is uh is, is still like being developed um like I would say most most of the people that like know about house are people that are like on my Instagram, okay. uh people that are on like my Facebook and stuff. So, um I do have a um well, that's a, a lot. Facebook, <laughs> what <I> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I do have a Facebook um, a profile for House. Okay, we can go to. Yeah, so there's a lot of people over there. And, so on Facebook, yeah. what's the um, what's the name on Facebook for people to go to? Yeah, they, they can just go to uh, House of the Secret Woman. Okay, and uh, and it'll just yeah, it'll just pop out. Yeah. So it, what's can you tell me more about the mystery school? Are there teachers and? Yeah. So the mystery school is once again, uh, a a thing that's also still being developed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm actually been, uh, talking to some people that I want to be teachers for it. So, uh, that's something that's going to be coming very soon. Like a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I wanted to to have, like physically and stuff, you know, uh, when, when the pandemic happened, it really, I really had to change a lot of things. So it's like, now I have to kind of like redo stuff to where I want to make it accessible for people online as well as people um, that want to, you know, come to like a physical location and stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that, that's, that's all still in the, in development, but I'm hoping to start launch some things definitely by the end of this year and especially going into 2023. So. Well, having things virtual <laughs> kind of opens it up to more people too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you could be exactly. anywhere. I mean, different countries. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> which is, which is, yeah, that's something that, uh, I'm looking forward to because at first I wasn't 
thinking so much of the virtual world and how much further of a reach, you know, I can have yeah. with that versus, you know, trying to find, you know, a physical location. And that what I was focused on in the beginning. But now, like I said, due to the pandemic, it's got, you know, give me an opportunity to kind of sit back and reanalyze some things and and look at the virtual world in a totally different perspective. So I think that's the case for thing. a lot of people since the right? pandemic, because I mean, I get together with friends every Friday virtually. We could have been doing that this whole time. Just not just <laughs> thought about it, you know? Yeah. 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 That, that's so true. And yeah, same with so my it, workplace, you know, like mm-hmm. now people moved, we can live wherever we want. Like we're not tied to a location because of work, which is just opens it up for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And and then on top of that, I mean, at least for businesses, you know, they can cut down so much overhead just by supplying the people their equipment to just do it from home. So, yeah. So um, online, there's a sacred woman school, a woman's mystery school and mystery school of the goddess. I'm wondering what makes yours different besides you running it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? I, I don't really know what uh they particularly like yeah. teach on or speak on but um i, I can't was just say, surprised there were more yeah oh yeah for sure um i would say the thing that may be different from mine is i i think with me adding and talking about the sumerians and intermixing with the Anunnaki and which I know a lot of people don't even talk about the Anunnaki. So that's going to be one thing that's going to be different with, with me is learning about the Anunnaki and how they have been the many different gods and goddesses that we hear about like in Egypt and from the Aztecs, you know, uh, to even in India. So, um, these are like the same beans and stuff. So speaking about that, uh, speaking on like what I would call spiritual science, where we're able to not separate, but bring both the physical and the spiritual together because they both, you know, uh, really work well together. Like there's no separation between that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's some of the, you know, teachings that I want to do. And then I have a whole self love course that's going to be coming out um, this fall that I'm Great. working on right now. Yeah. So, so when, that together. when, when it is up and running, um, is, will all the members be women or no, no, it's okay. going to be open up for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I want people to understand like, like it's called house of the sacred woman because it's in reference to the goddess, you know, okay. to the mother goddess. Yeah. So, and you know, women represent her. So, um, that's that, that's the whole thing, of, you know, with that, because in, in ancient times, especially when you start to research more like matriarchal type societies, um, it's that you had both women and men were, you know, goddess worshippers and stuff. You know, um, they considered the goddess to be the creator of all. And that's something that I have discovered. And that's actually a chapter in my book that I actually talk about in chapter two. Uh, in regards that, you know, everything in life begins feminine. So, uh, you know, even when we're all, you know, in the womb, in the beginning, we're all females until, you know, that whole, you know, sex change happens. And then, you know, the female becomes a male, you know, due to, due to that. So it's just some, some very interesting information that 
I was fortunate to come across that really had it opened my eyes even more to understanding like the beauty of life and and how you know the the way to help this planet evolve is going to be through women and um and <laughs> you know we have to start having uh, a lot more reverence towards the feminine principle of life so yeah mm-hmm. um on your website it says uh, we believe our way of providing some free quality training and resources to women is an indispensable component which will help address the way these deficiencies are addressed nationally and global globally that's really generous what um, services do you plan to offer for free like the classes oh, um, you know like, like I said that that's still something that's um, being like in the still works. in development yeah in the works gotcha. and stuff yeah yeah, so once once I'm able to, you know, have everything put together, because, you know, keep in mind, I'm still trying to, you know, get people to work in these different departments um, yeah. to to basically run it and stuff. Mm. But I can tell you, w- one of the things that I want to, want to provide is a safe haven for women to go to that are in, like, abusive relationships, mm. um, a place where they can, you know, they can bring their pets, they can bring their kids, you know, it's not going to be yeah. a place where it's like, oh, only you can come in, which I, I see so much of that. So it's going to be a place where you'll be able to bring all your belongings and help you get out of a situation. And then there'll be like, right, exactly. So there'll be be a team to help you, you know, find work, you know, um, we'll, we'll help them, you know, we'll, we'll house them for a while and stuff and help them find a place. And so they can just like regroup, you know, recenter, um, you know, get their life back together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Pull off that old toxic energy, you know, right. Just it's tough. Previous relationships. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, so just just providing that whole healing service, as well as helping them, you know, you know, within the mundane world. So, yeah. Do you plan on having a lot of locations all over? <laughs> that that yeah, that's that's the big goal. Yeah, awesome. That's a huge goal for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, the, I feel like you know we we have so many churches everywhere. Why not have places like this everywhere? Yeah, you know? I mean, if we could use, I mean, if churches were actually safe havens for people and children. Yeah. Like it would be a much better place. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Absolutely. I know that uh, it's so hard to when you're starting something new, you you have to have a website. But like mm-hmm. what to put on it if you didn't start yet. And like <laughs> it's I know it's just like really a lot. So, yeah, it, it really is. And like I said, you know, the pandemic really had put a damper in the plans that I had, mm-hmm. you know, going for the, for the past couple of years, you know? So it's like, like, it feels like kind of lost two years, but then I didn't because I was able to, you know, reanalyze stuff. And yeah. Think the thing, you know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah, I feel yeah. like the experience was um, good and bad in a lot of ways because a lot of people, took the time to really, you know, consider their life and what they're doing yeah. and how and how to adapt to this new situation that we're all in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it opened things up by people adapting and being like, well, we can do this virtually or we like, how can we still make this happen? And it sounds like you did that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I sure did. Yeah, because it, it just made me just think about different things like um, there, there's something within the uh, educational 
part of a house that I want to do is create like an alternative school for kids to go to. So um, I I really like, yeah, I really like this one school uh, that's that's um, in Oregon and they uh, their their school is like kind of like a free thinker school. And uh, it's like teaching kids about like community and being communal. And I feel like that that is so lost within human society. I feel like that's actually one of the major issues with human society and, and why we are the way that we are is because somewhere along the line, we stop being communal. There's and, a disconnect and yeah. no one trusts their neighbor and everyone's right. spying on each other. And <laughs> Right. You know, I mean, we, we used to help each other out. You yeah. Know, if someone had to work. You know, they would watch. Neighbors would watch their kids. All that kind of stuff. Like we were helping each other out and being communal. And I feel like when Constantine came in with this energy of divide and conquer, that's where we can see the beginning of how we all started to become segregated due to the father of Christianity, Constantine. <laughs> Okay. Coming in with with the sword, and you know, killing a whole bunch of people across the world—it's crazy. <laughs> like, it, it, it is crazy when you read that history, and it's like, wow, this is what you guys glorify. You glorify people being barbaric. Oh yeah, That's, that is that is insane to me. <laughs> and then Absolutely. you know, you think you built pyramids though, right? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think right. so. You're glorifying <laughs> barbaricism. So you didn't build no damn pyramids. Get out of here. <laughs> Maybe I should read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So um, where can people go and get your book and learn more about all this stuff? So um, the best place to go right now is really my Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you go to at Lucius Lyron and you go to my Instagram page and I have a tree link and my tree link um, shows you where everything's at from the ebook to the paperback, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, everything's on there. So that, that would be the best place to go to is just go to my Instagram, click on the tree link, and then you'll see all the links to everything. You just mentioned the YouTube channel and I realized I forgot to bring up Curtis Cartwright. Oh (laughs) yeah. We didn't talk about Curtis. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about Curtis. Curtis is funny. Um, that character was, you know, something I had created back in, also back in 2008. I was with um, my buddies. You know, I had a a production crew that I used to go out and film with, and we were uh, at home, and uh, we, we were, I was watching a, a film that uh, one of my buddies had directed, and you know, we all went ahead and. And smoked out, and and then I was just sitting there. I was like, "Damn, I'm getting hungry." I was like, "You know what sounds good, man?" I was like, "Some Captain Crunch cereal." And then <laughs> he just started laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, like you know, peanut butter crunch, Crunch Berries." Uh, you know, I just started naming like all the cereals I had growing, you know, growing up. <laughs> and he was like, "Dude," he was like, "We should make like a video." So we we used to have a, a sketch comedy group. Okay, called Kama Karate. And um, that's a great and name. So, right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, so the next day, I go, I, that night I, I, wrote, I wrote out, okay, the outline of how I want this character to be. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm just going to like just improv certain things. 
okay, so I, so I had that all written out. So I had like an idea of like how I wanted it to go and then I just improv. And so, yeah, and keep in mind, we did so many takes of the, the first one that I shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Curtis Cartwright on Captain Crunch. Like, I can admit, tell you the amount of times because my boy kept laughing. He kept shaking <laughs> the camera. I'm like, dude, <laughs> either find a tripod <laughs> because you cannot hold the camera and shake it, laughing right. at w- what I'm doing right now, you know? Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so we was able to ke- capture some great footage. Um, I don't now know I what he did. I the outtakes. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's what I was, I was like, man, I wish I had access to those bloopers. <laughs> yeah, that was I, I don't know if he still has it because that was such a long time ago. But, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I really picture good. him laughing and you're just giving him a face like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should be throwing me off. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's really all I have. It was really nice talking to you. Yeah, you too. All right. And nice see you next you. Tuesday. And all look right. up all of Lucia's stuff on social media.